Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Davis, what's going on, my friend? How are you? 
I'm doing pretty good. I want to say two things first before I tell you my thoughts on the game real quick. Mm. First, first thing, it is my brother Chandler's 31st birthday today. So shout out to him. He's at work right now at his church. So shout out to him. It's his birthday today. Mm. Okay. And I got to see my cousin who is a freshman at USC Saturday night. Got to hang out with her for a little bit. But um, that's as far as non-football related, that's all I got. Okay, now let's get to them. Right. As I like to say, the meat and potatoes of the convo. Okay, as far as quarterback is concerned, okay, obviously we know who the starting QB is. Okay, and I know it's way too early to say this, but in my opinion. If Norris Sellers gets, I don't care if it's garbage time against Georgia, I don't care, whatever it is. Or if he plays, say, just just for the hell of it, he plays the whole game against Jacksonville State. Just just, just bear with me here. If he can get some pieces, or if we can get pieces around him and get an offensive line that actually knows how to block, This team could be deadly for a couple years. Yeah, Robbie. I mean, listen, I love what I saw from Sellers on Saturday night. How could you not? I mean, we, we, we got excited about it in the spring game. And we got to see limited action and obviously seeing him, you know, live bullets granted against Furman, but you see the ability, right? You see the talent. Um, he's obviously still very raw as a youngster, but uh, yeah. I mean, and listen, he's got an arm, too. Yeah, I mean, if they if – they, if they can surround him with high-quality pieces, which there's no reason to believe they cannot do that, but if they can they can surround him with high-quality pieces, I don't think there's any reason to believe why he will not be a big-time football player at South Carolina. So that's what you got to remember, right? I mean, Connor Shaw didn't do it by himself. Right. I, mean, I love Connor Shaw, but he didn't do it by himself. Steven Garcia didn't do it by himself. No great quarterback does it by themselves, but you need that big-time signal caller to make it go, and uh, Lenoris Sellers right. – you know, based off what we've seen, I, I think there's a lot that points in the direction of he is going to be a big time guy for South Carolina. So it's exciting. You know, I, I'm just honestly, I am. Uh, I'm glad he got on the field. Um, we did not get to see this last mm-hmm. year. We didn't get to see any of the backups get in the game. So the fact that Shane Beamer and the company were committed to emptying the bench and playing different guys and giving guys opportunities, and you know how many of those opportunities will realistically come around during SEC play? I don't know. Um, but you know, even if you can just get him back out there for say the, the, the Jacksonville state game, you know, maybe the Vanderbilt game, I, you know, I, I think it's a positive, man. And you go into 2024, yeah. you know, who knows what will happen in the bowl game. So, uh, you know, right. I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that'll be good for Lenore sellers to get that experience heading into what's inevitably going to be a quarterback battle entering spring practice of next year. For sure. It'll be an interesting topic of conversation, which for at least the at least for two years we didn't have no quarterback controversy. Mm-hmm. Which that was that felt great for a change. Mm-hmm. So and and I I liked what I saw from Mario Anderson, and like you said, he runs piss. And if you if you play running back and you don't run pissed, you're playing the wrong position, okay? Because you're getting hit just about every play. So you have to play that position like somebody daggum took a piss in your cornflakes, okay? He definitely and runs he, with that edge. He definitely runs with that edge for sure. <laughs> Like, and and can you imagine the damage he could probably do, or any of our running backs for that matter, if we had a, a not a great offensive line, but at least a decent a decent offensive line, we'd actually be able to run the ball. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think a lot of the conversation, Robbie, about the running back position. I mean, it's yeah, if you had an elite offensive line, it would. Uh, it would kind of solve itself because, again, I, I I don't say anything about, you know, I think – and I think Mario Anderson should get more touches, but that's not to say because 
because DeCarrion Joyner is doing something wrong. But when you have the deficiencies up front that you do, you you got to try some different mm-hmm. things to get a spark, you know, get a spark in the running game. And I mean, 2.8 yards per carry against Furman. I think that's the thing we are so conveniently glossing over. And, uh, you know, I, I know we're all looking at the passing right. stats and what Rattler has done and Xavier Leggett. And, and th- those things are great. Those things are great. Take nothing away from it. But, uh, right. I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I look at the SEC slate and I say, I, I don't know how South Carolina is going to run the football. I, I have no clue. No clue whatsoever. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, there are 10 games left. How many mm-hmm. of those 10 games does South Carolina eclipse 100 yards rushing? You know, they did it against Furman, but 108 yards rushing against Furman. I, I just, I think it's going to be a very, like, I, I think the rushing attack is almost certainly going to be worse than it was last year. I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly on right. pace for that. But, I mean, if you want to fix the running game problems, you got to get the big uglies up front. And you got to get the right ones. And that's why they're recruiting the way they are, Robbie. That's why they're recruiting the way they are. So, I mean, I think help, you know, I know that help is certainly on the way. But, uh, you know, that doesn't make it any easier to be patient in the uh, in the short term, for sure. And, and, and one quick thing, and then I'll get off of here, I promise. Yeah, no, go ahead. I think if I was if if I was if I was our defensive coordinator, this is exactly what I would do. Okay, I would do everything I possibly could to stop the run and force Georgia's quarterback to beat us. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. You know, we'll talk more about that Georgia matchup and key matchups and all that good stuff later in the week. But I, you know, I, I'd agree with you. I mean, I think you got to make an unproven quarterback in Carson Beck, unproven in the sense of has never done it in an SEC game as a QB one. Um, you got to put the game on his shoulder, right? If, if if Georgia's able to run the ball, you have no chance. I mean, you you just have no chance, right? Yeah, so if if, uh, if they're getting if they're getting five to ten yards a pop, we're screwed. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's if they're able to run the football, it's going to be a long day, no doubt. But uh, you never know. I mean, we we could again. We could we could. It might not happen, but we could. Or it's most likely not going to happen because of how good their defense is. But we could go in there and shock the world again. From your lips, I remember 2019. From your lips to God's ears, Robbie Davis. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> so, I will be watching every second of it, regardless of what happens, and I will have my prediction, as always, ready to go Thursday. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I cannot wait to hear it, man. This will be interesting. SEC play getting underway and now the real fun begins my friend i'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and your thoughts on the game no problem i will talk to you later go gamecocks and to heck with clemson to heck with them bunch of pansies to heck with them indeed robbie well said as always my friend all right buddy have a good one yeah man you too appreciate you Take care. Great stuff from Robbie Davis, as always. Guys, phone lines are open, 843-790-3377. Really quickly, guys, I just mentioned the the lack of running game, if you will. Just to give you some perspective, let me pull this up on the laptop here. I'm telling you, this mouse right here, you probably can't see it. If you're listening via podcast, you may not know what I'm talking about, but the wireless mouse changed the game for us. I remember we first started doing this with the new setup, and I was like, there's no way I'm about to be leaning down, trying to trying to change stuff, what have you. Thank goodness we're not doing that. Um, to give you some perspective, though, South Carolina's rushing woes. The Gamecocks, through two games, North Carolina and Furman, have ran the football 70 times for 106 yards. That is good enough for 1.51 yards per carry. Four rushing touchdowns, 53 yards per game. And those numbers, 
are good enough for 127th in college football. So, and I hear a lot of people say, well, Chris, I mean, look, Colorado is 124th, and they are, right? And they're having great success. While I understand that, it is, in my opinion, much easier to get away with that when you're playing Nebraska and you're playing teams like TCU, whose defensive fronts just, let's call it for what it is, they're not very good. Now, they're they're scheming around it as well as anybody out there in college football. They really are. But if you can't run the football in the SEC, you typically get exposed. Like, there aren't many teams out there that win there aren't many teams out there that win and win at a high level and compete with the elites not being able to run the football. Um, and again, guys, we'll talk more about this Georgia matchup and this game specifically on Saturday uh, as the week goes on. But, you know, I- I'm concerned. I mean, 2.8 yards per carry against Furman. And I know that, listen, we got these young guys up front with Babalade and Bo and Shivers, and there's some great, you know, great young talent in that room. But it's like I told you guys over the course of the offseason, playing true freshmen on the offensive line, that's not a recipe for winning and winning big in the SEC. It's it's just not. It's just just it's just not. Um, you know, getting your feet wet in SEC competition, Athens, Georgia's not quite the place to do that. Um, but same time, um, end of the day, you know, end of the day, you've got to uh Get them out there at some point. You know what I mean? So, uh, anyways, 843 That's 843-790-3377. Manis says, could be wrong, but Jimmy Bradford shared a quote that we're 12-1 and in a Beamer when rushing for 100-plus yards. Haven't been able to fact check it. I mean, that sounds about right. When South Carolina runs the football and they run it well, they win. I mean, that's just – and it's not even, like, significantly well, right? Like, just hit 100 yards in a game. Just – Give a give a, a enough of a running game to have a semblance of balance, right? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's see. Coach Ford been chiming in. UGA has more talent than we seem to want to discuss. They can get after us better then UNC and have better dudes on the back end than UNC. Well, Coach Ford, I think anybody who doesn't think Georgia has better dudes than UNC is off their rocker. They're crazy. Uh, Coach Ford, again, we are going to discuss Georgia in full detail. I like to spend Monday looking back on the game that was. And But if you guys want to talk about it, hey, give us a call in. We'll talk about Georgia. I promise you, Coach Ford, and everybody else, uh, I, you're going to hear my full thoughts breakdown really on Wednesday is when we start to talk about it more in depth. Uh, the game that is, that's upcoming, if you will. So I'm excited for it. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm pumped. Um, very, very pumped to watch the Gamecocks begin SEC play. And, you know, I'm just excited, guys, because honestly, like, I don't know about you guys, but, I, like, I almost feel bad for Kentucky and Mizzou fans. Like, 
I don't understand why you would schedule four consecutive non-conference teams to open your season. Like, what is the fun in that? Like, what do you learn about your football team through four weeks? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Kentucky, I think, has Akron this week. Like, when do y'all play somebody with a pulse? You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that to me. And then they got Vandy next week. And, like, there's no reason Kentucky is going to be 4-0 and and have beaten nobody worth a damn. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy to me. It's, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. At the same time, though, I'm sure it would feel good to be 4-0. Uh, anyways, Jeffrey Long can't stop the run yet again. New defensive coordinator. <laughs> We're already talking about it. Let's see. Well, let, let's, hey, to your point, let's look at these numbers. Rushing, and the rushing defense actually was not terrible. It wasn't terrible on Saturday night. It got much better. It was bad early. It was bad early. Um, it got better. South Carolina, though, right now, let's see. Okay, that's rushing. That's rushing offense. Where is rushing defense? Yeah, I'm actually pulling these these stats up right now. All right, here is rushing defense. Let's see. Let's see how the Gamecocks have fared stopping the run. Okay, so South Carolina is not on the last page, which is a good thing. Good sign. Okay, Gamecocks ranked 71st right now in rushing defense, 124 yards per game, allowing just 3.54 yards per carry, but obviously a, a big test and a big challenge upcoming this weekend between the hedges. So, uh, you know, Jeffrey Long, to your point, though, new D.C., changes at D.C., I think that stuff's going to play itself out. I, I, I do. I do, Jeffrey. Um, I, I don't dislike Clayton White. I'm not really there yet in regards to fire Clayton White or what have you, but I, I just – I don't understand the slow starts. I don't I don't get it. And admittedly, guys, you know, as I mentioned in, in one of the previous segments, my, my mind is not totally changed on, on, you know, the same way that I watched LSU lose to FSU and Bama lose to Texas and, you know – and a lot of these other smaller games as well. Like, I, I think my mind is not really changed on what South Carolina is as a football team. Saturday was a great game to reinstill some confidence, to have something to feel good about, to beat up on a lesser opponent. But the fact of the matter is this. The Gamecocks have played one game against Power 5 competition and got their teeth kicked in for the most part. So until we see the Gamecocks, either it's on Saturday and they play much better against Georgia than maybe some are giving them credit they're going to do, whether it's the following week, South Carolina comes out, which we now know it's a home game at Wiggins Bryce against Mississippi State. They come out and they beat Mississippi State or, or, or what have you. Until we see that, you know, I, I I don't the Furman game doesn't change my mindset on like what, you know, what 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 this team is, right? This is a team that I all of the deficiencies are still there. The offensive line still a massive, massive deficiency and massive question mark. Uh Spencer Rattler still a quarterback that gives you a chance to win. Xavier Leggett is one of the great, one of the best storylines of the, this early season, if you will. And then defensively, uh, yeah, I, I, I still am very, very, I'm very pessimistic on, on the defensive line. I don't, I don't like the defensive front. I think the defensive front is 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 weak. Uh, I think the linebacker position with Mo Kaba out is questionable to say the least. And I think a defensive back, while Nick Eamon Warry's out, it's it's. You know, I think it's a, a somewhat of a shoddy group. I they're they're the strength of your defense, but you know, I, I mean, we saw some times against Furman where I, I don't know it looked a little bit, little bit leaky at times, in my opinion. But all in all, again, forty-seven to twenty-one win. I, listen, I'm I'm not the guy, guys. Like, I'm not going to come out here on a Monday. You can always expect me to be real and be critical and and all that good stuff. And but I believe in giving credit where credit's due. It's like I told you guys last year, right? Like, if you cannot be happy in the wins then you just should stop watching college football. You should stop watching your favorite team because it's a guarantee you're going to be miserable in the defeats. So if you can't be happy when your team wins, I don't care who the opponent is. I don't care what the score is. If you can't be happy when your team wins, if if watching college football is something that only brings you angst and disappointment, like, why not just find another hobby? Like, why why not find something to do that doesn't bring you such angst and such distaste and disappointment? You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to give credit where credit's due, but we'll also keep it real when talking about this game against Georgia and moving forward. And this football team, listen, they still have issues, still have things to figure out. 
but you know, again, momentum is a fickle mistress. And, you know, I think some guys, you know, some things coming together and gelling and clicking. And I think that's what a game like Furman can provide. It's, it's just, you know, you, you, you start to, you, you, you get some positive results because you feel like you have players with talent, right. And they get some positive results and you're able to use that. And, um, you know, you're, you're able to use that and, and build off of that. And some guys gain some more confidence, if you will. And so, you know, we'll see if they can carry that. But it's, it's man, it, you couldn't have asked for a tougher SEC opener, uh, you know, than the game in Athens, by the way. So, I, I'll say the other thing, too, guys, about Georgia. You know, we talked about it at the top of the show when we did the uh, the Monday morning, court, Monday morning quarterback segment. You know, I'm just I, – I know a lot of people out there are saying that, oh, you know, Georgia looks beatable. They're not really all that good. Like, guys – I think if you're falling into that trap, you're making a huge mistake. <laughs> I really do. I think you're making a huge mistake, man. Like, can South Carolina go out there and, and hang with Georgia? And could, could could something crazy happen and they win? Sure. But to say that Georgia's not very good is – it's a foolish thing to say. I, I, I now, Do they look as dominant early on? Like, no. I mean, they, they have a new quarterback, right? They have a new offensive coordinator. They have two brand-new tackles. They have things they're working through as well. But you can bet your ass Georgia's going to show up and they're going to play a damn good football game on Saturday. Like, I, I just – to sit here and say that, well, you know, Georgia, they're not all that great. Like, I, that to me is you're falling into a a massive trap if you're – if you're you're going into that – if you're going into Saturday's game with that school of thinking. I, I'm just – you are really doing yourself a disservice and setting yourself up for some major heartache. Yeah, Brubination, it's kind of ironic that a year ago today, the spread came out for the Georgia game last year, and uh, the spread was right at what it's at now, you know, or what it opened at, 26. And I remember when I dropped my score prediction last year, my score prediction for the game last year was 41 to 10. And I, I you know, it's again, it's funny looking back at this stuff because I see all the, you know, all the comments, what have you, and people are just like, no way, man, it's going to be way closer. Like, nah, bro, at home at Willie B, like, no way. And, of course, as we all know, the score ended up being 48-7, to seven, right? So, like, I, I just, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this more, I think, later in the week. But, you know, kind of one of the sad things, because I, I grew up in the CSRA, right, the North Augusta, Augusta, Aiken, that area, if you will. And so I grew up hating Georgia more than Clemson, right? Because I went to church with, went to school with, hung around Georgia fans. And I mean, they were obnoxious, right? At that time, Clemson was a six-win-a-year program just like South Carolina. So it was good, fun, rivalry banter, if you will. But Georgia, with David Green, David Pollock, Mark Rick, like they were elite. DJ Shockley, if you will, like they were that team to beat. And I mean, the Georgia fans were ruthless, man. They were ruthless, but you could always count on that Carolina-Georgia game being close. Like, you could just, for whatever reason, every single year, it's just like, it didn't make sense almost. But South Carolina was that gnat, that fly in Georgia soup that just kept giving them problems, giving them headaches every single year, no matter how good or bad each team was. No matter how good or bad, right? Like, didn't matter how good Georgia was, didn't matter where Carolina was. Carolina played a damn good game against Georgia, and that was the case, it felt like, every year. I hate to say that I feel like that's been lost, right? Like, you look at this series of late, and I'll try to find the stats here. I posted this yesterday in the Big Cock Club Discord. But uh, outside of 2019, guys, a game in which the Gamecocks won the football game, there hadn't been a single game in this series decided by single digits since 2015. And I know I'm kind of nitpicking like time time uh, time frames, if you will, because from 2010 to 2013, the Gamecocks, and then, you know, 20, 2014, I should say, they lost in 13 but beat them in 14. From 2010 to 2014, the Gamecocks pretty much dominated Georgia, which was stunning. But the South Carolina-Georgia series, it just, it just unfortunately does not have the same – Juice, I think, that it once did um, because Georgia has just beaten South Carolina's brains in on a pretty consistent basis. Um, since 2015, guys, like I mentioned, the Gamecocks have won just one game. That was 2019, which was the upset of all upsets. Outside of that, the other years, 
Starting in 2015, Georgia has won the game by 32, 14, 14, 24, 29, 27, and 41. So, I mean, these games haven't been close. I mean, they just haven't even been remotely close. So, um, a, a tight, competitive ball game, a second-half ball game would be a welcome sight. It, it really would. It would be a welcome sight for Gamecocks football realistically it'd be a step in the right direction and I don't know nobody wants to hear that going into Carolina Georgia week nobody wants to hear hey if you if you just lose by single digits it's a success but you really have to be realistic and look at where these two teams are and where these two programs are and blame Will Muschamp for setting the Gamecocks back it felt like a hundred years and putting them behind the eight ball if you want to do that that's fine but realistically right now where these two teams are I think Shane Beamer is building this thing the right way in the trenches, but it's just going to take some time. So, anyways, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, guys. We'll talk a lot more about Carolina, Georgia this week. Um, yeah, 40, somebody said 40. Cameron Blasting game, 41 is mad crazy. Yeah, Cameron, 41 was last year. So, 41 was last year. <laughs> um, Tommy Wallace, this feels a lot like Tennessee game, la- Tennessee game week last year. Just come off a bad loss, doom and gloom. No one gave him a chance. Well, Tommy, we're not coming off a bad loss. We're coming off of the Furman win. So I, I don't think they're quite identical. Also, Tommy, this Georgia team, they ain't Tennessee. Uh, bottom line, they ain't Tennessee. So I, I, and this game's also not at home. So, anyways, um, guys, like I mentioned, uh, really quickly, by the way, let's see. Let, let me go back to the top here. There was a really exciting announcement for the band homies, our good friend Brendan M posted if I can find it um let's see where did this comment go is it the very 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 top oh here we go Brendan yes shout out to the band homies marching in the 2024 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade shout out to the band homies that's awesome that's incredible um I'm sure that'll be a great experience for the band homies and uh yeah it's awesome it's awesome so Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. Again, Coleman Hall. Yes, for those that missed it, we are back on Facebook. Back on Facebook. Back on X as well. So if you want to tune in, um, if, if you want to tune in to any of those those outlets, any of those entities, you can do so. You can find us there. It hurts and burns my in my Johns. What a username. Appreciate you for the super chat, my friend. I think we had one more. Yeah, from him as well. We're going to kill the dogs. Hey, thank you. Thank you for the super chat, guys. You want to support the business, support the channel, support the content, support everything we do. And you're on YouTube, you can. Super chats, super stickers, and we greatly appreciate it. We used to do this back in the day, streaming across all platforms, condensed it, thought, you know what, YouTube is the superior platform. But I recently had a change of heart. Like, you know what, why limit the show in regards to forcing people to go to YouTube if they don't want to? So, hey, no matter what platform you're on, thank you all so much for tuning in. Leave us your questions, your comments, and, of course, give us a call, 843-790-3377. Tommy Wallace says, does Rattler see this game as his chance to get back in the conversation at the top? I mean, yeah, listen, if he if he balls out against Georgia, the national conversation will start to shift on Spencer Rattler. No doubt. No doubt. Um, Jacob E., I think Dak is getting most of the RB1 work due to, his, due to his pass blocking ability and receiving ability. The other backs are a little smaller. May not hold up in pass pro. Braswell might could, but he's young. I mean, I think that has a lot to do with it, Jacob E., Again, in no way am I saying I, I don't think they should they should ditch to carry on Joiner, go completely away from him because you know as high as we are right now on Mario Anderson the Monday after the Furman game, just admittedly we we might be singing a different tune after the Georgia game, right? We may be like, well, damn, he he doesn't look all that great against SEC competition, right? So I think they need to use everyone until something sticks. I I, I just. You know, the running game is is far from solved. It's it's going to be a work in progress. The O-line is going to continue to be a work in progress. So, But I, I think what Mario Anderson showed you, at least, is that, you know, he's capable. Like, there's something there that I think you should give it a look. So, um, yeah, I, I think you're going to see more of Mario Anderson. But I think all four are going to play, and they're just going to kind of try to figure out, okay, this is 
you know, the, these this this is our best rotation and, and go from there. So to create some sort of running game. Tommy Wallace also says how much chance we have. I'm not sure. But QB1 gives us a chance. This could be the game that turns his career around and puts him back on all the talking heads. I, listen, when you have a quarterback, you have a chance, guys. And I'd almost say more importantly, because I think back to that Georgia game last year, guys, and I think back to the game plan, and that was the game that a Cabrion Joiner third down, uh, the, 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 like the first third down of the game where he gets inserted at quarterback. And the, the, the play, you know, we all know the Satterfield experience, right? So, you got a you got a confident Spencer Rattler going into Athens. That's a good place to start. Let's jump back to the phone Call lines here. From. Hey. The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs up, SP or SUP, for $20 off your first purchase. Game time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, Create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P or S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Peyton, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Good. How about yourself on this victory Monday? I am doing fantastic, my friend. appreciate you asking what's going on. So, um, just... Uh... You mentioned earlier in the show you kind of want to keep it about this past weekend's game, and I'm sure that me and you will talk more in depth about Georgia more this week. So I'd like to talk a little bit about Furman, what I saw, um, just to elaborate on some of the stuff I called in about in the post-game show. Um, Braswell and, and Mario Anderson, I think, gave us a big spark in the run game. It definitely um, – now, putting the new faces in and switching some new guys into the O-line rotation definitely helped with that. But I'll say this, man, just based on what my TV showed me, what I saw, Mario Anderson looks like, without a doubt, the most pure running back that we have in the stable. And I think going forward, I think it should be – 1A, Mario Anderson, and 1B, Dak Joyner. I just think when you when you watch him when he's in the backfield, before he enters the hole and as he's entering the opening, mm-hmm. he is he's hitting that hole with some serious speed, unlike unlike what you saw with, with Dak Joyner. Dak Joyner, I think um, I, I've seen him move in an open space, and I, and I think uh, 
me and you talked about it over the summer. I think the weight gain might have uh, might have cost him some agility. I, mm-hmm. I'll say that. But um, Mario Anderson looked like the real deal. Mm-hmm. Now, all things considered, against the Furman Paladin, mm-hmm. he looked solid against the Furman Paladin. Now, I'm not sure how solid any of our game counts are going to look this Saturday, but I'll say this: I do trust Spencer Rattler not to make any any uh, stray throws. Um, errors. I'm, I'm not expecting Rattler to come in and throw. Did he have how many picks did he have in last year's Georgia game? Do you, do you have that stat? I want to say. I think he had two. two. I think he had two in that game. Two. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was no touchdowns, two picks in that ball game. Yeah. So I mean, I think. Um, I don't think he's going to throw a pick against against Georgia. Um, you know, I, I just we we got a lot of promise out of that game. Now, like I said, it, this cannot be understated. This was against the Furman Paladins that, that our offense looked this successful against. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I agree with you in saying that the infusion of youth into the into the O-line, infusion of, of fresh, hungry talent, I think that, that proved positive for us. And I think we ought to stick with that game plan going into Georgia, especially mm-hmm. with this is probably – if, if not number one, the, the number two most talented front seven in college football. And I think in order for us to get our guys ready for the next for the next week and the week after that, and as this season goes on, especially our young guys, I think baptism by fire. Mm-hmm. I think um, pressure makes diamonds, and I think we got some diamonds in the rough in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Peyton, a lot of great points, man. I mean, listen, I, I think that uh, it, it's a work in progress for sure, and it's it's tough to tough to do that against a team like a Georgia. I mean, like you mentioned, one of the I, I'm just I, I'm not uh, I'm not one of these out here that I'm sure you already know this, but I'm not I'm not one of these out here that's uh, saying you know well maybe Georgia's just not all that good. And I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. Uh, you know, they, they're, they're like many other teams. It's, it's a work in progress for them with a new quarterback and a new OC, but they, they're loaded across the board. It will take a Herculean effort for South Carolina to, I think, even, you know, make this a fourth quarter game. Um, it, just realistically, uh, you know, that being said, I, I will say, Peyton, I know you didn't bring it up, but we had a question earlier about, you know, what do you think about the, the spread or whatever the point spreads at like 27 or, or 28. It, it, admittedly that, that feels like a ton. It does. Um, it feels like a lot, but at the same time, it, it felt like a lot last year at Willie B and Georgia won by 41 points. So, um, you know, it, it's, but, but, you know, I, I think it's important in a game like this, man. I mean, just, you know, that, that, that Georgia game last year, it didn't define your season, right? It, it losing to Georgia like that didn't define it. it was an embarrassing day and a horrific result, and but it didn't define your season. But I mean, at some point, man, Similar to how we said, okay, like, you know, you need to show something against Texas A&M at some point. Like, you need to beat Clemson at some point or have a competitive game with them at some point. Like, right, I think right. South Carolina at some point, man, like, you need to give Georgia a tough game because there's other teams out there that are doing it, right? Like, Missouri took Georgia to the wire last year. Like, Kentucky is always playing a right. physical game with Georgia. Like, why can't South right. Carolina get into a second-half battle with Georgia where it's like even if you lose by – by 14 or even by like 21. But that was a game that at least at halftime, Georgia was sweating a little bit. I mean, last year it's 24 to nothing at the break, right? So I think that's what this fan base, me included more so, wants to see than anything is just a Gamecocks football team that despite the deficiencies, despite the problem areas, is able to go out there and at least give Georgia a ball game through three quarters you know, two and a half quarters, right? I don't think anybody's asking the world, but at some point you got to just say, I mean, Georgia's never going to go away. You know what I mean? Like they're never going to be down, at least in the near future. South Carolina's got to step up their game and, you know, we'll, we'll see if they can do that. But at some at some point, man, you've got to do that to take some steps forward as a program, in my opinion. I, I definitely agree with that, man. I I'm, And I'll say this. Um, did, did you say the spread was, was what was it, plus it opened. It opened. I believe. Well, I'll tell you this. It opened. I believe at twenty-five and a half, and the money immediately poured in on Georgia. The spread, I believe, now is at twenty-seven and a half. So, people think Georgia's going to cover a twenty-five point spread. We'll put it that way. Well, I'll say this. I, I, I'll 
I don't think I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't think it's necessarily going out on a limb. I, I think Carolina covers. I, I'm I'm not expecting another 41 point loss. Um, just just considering the fact of how incredible Georgia looked in the first two games of last season, Georgia just blew everybody off the field. No questions, no nothing. We are here. We're the best team in college football. Come get it. That's and that's what you saw through the first two games last year. You haven't seen that um, through the first two games of this season. Um, now, all things considered, last year they they're, they opened up with I think at the time was it number ten Oregon was their was their season opener? Or yes, number nine, Bo Nix, like Bo Nix, and the Oregon Ducks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and and they come out and they beat they beat Oregon worse than they beat worse than they beat us, and I that. That's something to be said, and just through two games versus Ball State and UT Martin, they they don't they don't look like they did last year. I'll say that. Now, I will say this at the same time: there's a reason that they're ranked number one in college football right now. They anybody taking Georgia lightly, um, just wait till just wait till you play Georgia. I'll say that. If 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 you're taking them lightly, just wait till you play them. Mm-hmm. If if you still want to take them lightly after. Say if Carolina comes in and they make this uh, a two-score game, say it's thirty-one to seventeen final, then then you can kind of start taking Georgia lightly or at least start having some serious questions. But up until this point, you can't take anything away from Georgia. They're still the number one team in college football, and we got to treat this game that way. But like you said, having a decent showing, not not walking out of there with your ass up behind your ears. So I, I think um, I think this infusion of youth, getting these guys experience, if there's any game that you can prove yourself in, it's against the Georgia Bulldogs, especially right. if you're a young, hungry person looking for more snaps. If you come into this game and you show out and you show your ass, rest assured, you, you will, uh, if, if not secure a starting position, you will secure yourself a lot of snaps in the future if you come into this game and show out like, like you're capable of doing. Um, but like you said, I mean, it comes into the coaching staff allowing these freshmen to do it consistently, getting these guys snaps, getting these guys looks, and giving our offense and defense, for that matter, opportunities to win. I, you know, this is what's getting Dabo Sweeney beat, playing the, playing the seniority game, playing the – well – Juniors and seniors should automatically have playing rights over um, true freshmen and redshirt sophomores. Mm. That's not necessarily true. DJ Uliangalale is a perfect example. The only reason he started the whole season last year was because of seniority. So I, that that's what's getting Clemson beat consistently, and I think that's what's holding us back at the offensive line group. And and you seem to agree. Mm. So. Indeed, Peyton, a lot of great points, man. I, I appreciate the call as always. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. And, you know, we'll see Saturday. We'll see. We we shall see. It should be a lot of That's fun. It. That's it, man. It, it's it's going to be fun when lose your draw because it's Carolina football, man. You've got to love it. So um, I'll, I'll holler at you more tomorrow. You stay cool out there. Thank you, Spurs Up Show. Go Cox, buddy. I appreciate it. Peyton, you're the man. Thank you so much. Great stuff from Peyton, as always, guys. Phone lines are open. Continue to hear from you, 843-790-3377. The depth chart has been released for this week's game. How much stock do you really put into it? You know, I don't think the depth chart is – I don't think the depth chart has changed since since week one. I mean, you know, Sidney Fugar is still listed as a starting left tackle. Fugar or – Jackson Hughes at right tackle, it says Tyshawn Wanamaker or Ja'Kai Moore. So I, I don't know how much, I don't know. I don't know how much really goes into it. Um, anyways, Coleman Hall chimes in. He says, our O-line couldn't block North Carolina. Georgia's going to be a bloodbath. Cox need to put another O-line lined up as a running back to pick up the blitz. That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> Robert Hastings says, it's going to be bad, especially if Nick Emanwari can't go. Who is going to cover Brock Bowers? Uh, Cameron Blasting game has Rebecca called in yet? No, not yet. Tommy Wallace says I think we need Nicky Mawari to play about as bad as we need QB one. 
Bob the Builder says, bro, when is Anderson going to get more playing time? He is a true running back. Austin Gregory, should I call in and give a Luke Day stand rant, my friend? Hey, you are more than welcome to call. Spurrier Enthusiasm says, Sydney can't guard. And you know, listen, if you know if Spurrier Enthusiasm is on your case, you have done something wrong because Spurrier Enthusiasm, that man, I mean, he is the most optimistic garnet glasses you know, to the moon, Gamecock out there. So if he's if he's calling you out, something is is not going well for you. Rubination says, "I say it's I say throw these freshmen out there that we're hoping to step up this year and tell them go get your experience and learn in this game. This is going to be your toughest task. Go see what you can do." I mean, Rubination, I I I tend to agree with you. Honestly, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think it's uh, you know, I, I, why not? As, as Peyton said, baptism by fire. Austin Gregory says, Mike Bobo and Muskrap are getting taken to the woodshed this Saturday in Athens. USC Edit says, Georgia's DBs may handle that better, but hey, in 2021, Georgia's secondary looked bad versus us. We'll see. We'll see. USC Edit says, definitely think Rattler throws his first pick this weekend. He'll be just under too much pressure and at some point will force a throw. I, I think that's a safe bet. I, I do. I, I, you know, if I tell you this, if you told me right now Spencer Rattler comes out of this weekend with no interceptions thrown, I'd tell you South Carolina had a pretty decent game. I, I you know, I think that'd be a good start at least. I'm not saying it guarantee it'd be perfect or anything, but, um, you know. Tommy Wallace, when are we going to see DK throw a halfback pass? Surely coaches have it in the playbook. If not, bad coaching. I'm sure they have it in there, Tommy, but it's one of those things. you got to pick and choose your spots, right? So I just don't think they've used it yet. Zach Hardy, if we beat Georgia, where do you see us being ranked? I think South Carolina would jump into the top 20. I think that's fair. Austin Gregory says he'll be in Athens this weekend. How many of you are going to Athens? That'll be fun. And the textbook says over under five sacks for Rattler this weekend. My goodness. I I mean, it's, but you know, it's, it's not a ridiculous statement. You know, South Carolina's offensive line, they were much better against Furman, didn't allow a sack. But I mean, after giving up nine to North Carolina, you know, I, I don't know. Lynn Turner with a good point here. You have to be careful breaking the confidence of freshmen by throwing him into the fire too soon. UGA might not be the best place for a first start. I mean, Lynn, that is a good point. We talk about it a lot with the quarterback position, right, and, and, and not, not like you mentioned, breaking their confidence too early. I think you can say the same about offensive line, every position, right? So you do make a good point that, you know, maybe it's not the best thing, but I, I just – I don't know. I, I think those freshmen, Lynn, I think they have to play. I, I mean, because call it for what it is. I mean, Sidney Fugar and Tyshawn Wanamaker and those, they look bad against Furman. Right. I mean, they look bad against Furman. So, what do you expect against Georgia? Like, do we think Sidney Fugar has any chance to block Georgia on the edge? Like, do we, do we actually think that? There's no way. Um, guys, let me highlight these for you really quickly because it's going to be a busy week for yours truly and content bleeding out of the eyeballs for you all. So let's go down the list. Of course, you already know these. These are weekly today at 440. We'll talk with our good friend Mark Ryan at the Fan Upstate and Thursday at 1130 inside the Gamecocks. We'll talk with JC, JB, and Phil. Immediately following TDC today at 3 o'clock, I'm jumping on with Mark Rogers, the voice of college football, our good friend, to break down the Gamecocks. And Georgia also at some point, I'm not exactly sure the date, but at some point talk with our good friend, a damn beast media. He is a Georgia podcast. We'll be chatting with him. On Wednesday night, we're going to be chatting with Nothing Finer Pod, which is another Georgia podcast. And then on Thursday, I'm actually doing a Twitter Spaces with our good friend Jeremy on Twitter, on X, I should say, excuse me, uh, doing a roundtable discussion, myself and Graham Coffee, who is the co-founder and publisher of Dogs Central Dot com, and I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't add another show or two appearance. So, going to be a fun week, guys. 
lot of content, content bleeding out of the eyeballs. So much for tuning in. I know I say it a lot, but I mean it because I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you. I wake up so excited to get after it, to to talk ball with you all and talk Gamecocks, talk SEC, all that good stuff. And, you know, you, you always kind of wonder how new content will be received. Obviously, this is a Gamecock show. I'm a Gamecock entity and I'm a Gamecock fan. But as you all know, we've been leaning a lot more into SEC stuff as a whole and, and talking SEC football. And, you know, I feel like that's been something that's been received very positively. So I, I want to say thank y'all, man. It means the world that y'all rock with us to that degree. And, uh, you know, it, it's I, I just cannot say thank you enough. Also, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in to the TSUS post-game call-in show and making that a massive success to this point. It's been a blast. Been a lot of fun. I'm sure that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that uh, Saturday will be more of the same after the Gamecocks game against Georgia. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be fun either way, man. Win, lose, or draw. The A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show. Also, guys, the, the reception and the feedback from the changes to our online store, in case you missed it, obviously we have gone away from our previous vendor and gone back to the TSUS store that you all know and love with so many of our products returning. Um, it, it's It's been awesome, man. I, I cannot say thank you all enough. Also, I will be adding some new products. I know there's some things that were listed on the old, or on the, I say the old, the store previously uh, that we did not, that we do not have now. For example, the Clem Sucks foam trucker hats, the camo beamer ball hats. I'm going to look into adding some of those things. And if you guys have any other ideas, suggestions, what have you, please be sure to shoot those over to us. Again, guys, it is Georgia week. Carolina and Georgia, always a fun week. And, of course, SEC play gets underway, and we're going to start to really learn some things about uh, – Really going to learn some things uh, about this South Carolina football team and just kind of where they stack up with one of the elites in college football. Bruin Nation says, what time is Jake on Friday? He owes me some respect. Uh, what is Bruin Nation? What does he owe you some respect for? He's on at 115, though. 115 every Friday. 115 every single Friday. Let's see. Uh, Spur Your Enthusiasm says, Bobo and Muschamp are a poison. R.I.P. Georgia. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, dude Raw for show says, now was a great time to sell that all my homies hate Mike Bobo merch. <laughs> I love it, man. <clears throat> you are right. You are right. Spur Your Enthusiasm says, we have a legitimate shot <clears throat> at exposing the UGA passing game if they don't lean on the run. P.S. Bobo and Muschamp suck. Cox by 90. F them win anyways. That's going to be a huge key for sure. That's going to be a huge storyline is just Carson Beck against a, you know, an SEC defense and uh, his first real test, his first real test in the ballgame. So I guess the Braves are playing right now because John Edwards says seven to four Atlanta home run by Michael Harris. Okay. I did not know they were playing at this very moment. Oh, yes, Ruination, the Colorado-Nebraska predictions. Bro, anybody who's putting any any money at all on Marcus Satterfield, you deserve what's coming to you. I'll just leave it at that. You deserve what's coming to you. So, uh, guys, do not forget, by the way, do not forget to hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the bell icon so you get notifications of when we – of when we drop new video content as well. Um, also listen to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google podcast as well, wherever you get your podcast, hit the subscribe button there. Also guys, I apologize a little bit, a little bit distracted because Shane Beamer just tweeted at big game boomer. Like dude, for anybody out there who thinks Shane Beamer is not paying attention to every single tweet, every piece of content he is. Because he just quote tweeted Big Game Boomer, who listed his top 20 best and worst student sections of the week, what have you. Coach Beamer said this, you know I love you, Big Game Boomer, but I'm starting to think you don't watch any of our games anymore. The at SC cockpit, the student section, was absolutely packed and rocking on Saturday. So, Shane Beamer taking his... 
his shot at uh, at big game boomer for not listing the student section um, as one of the best of the weekend. You know, y'all tell me. It, admittedly, I, I from what I was told, again, I was not there in person. From what I was told, I heard that some were disappointed in the student section for leaving early. Is that true? Is it not? Guys, here's a fun fact for you, by the way, in honor of Tennessee, Florida this weekend. Tennessee has only won twice in the swamp over the last 51 seasons since 1971. The ball's last win in Gainesville came in 2003. That's crazy. That's crazy. Austin Gregory says, Chris, I know you know how this week feels here in the CSRA. It's it's a big one. I mean, like I said, Austin, I, I, I literally grew up hating Georgia far more than I hated Clemson. I, just because of the people you dealt with and, uh, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Yep, just because of that. It's it's tough. I trust me, I empathize with you. If you're in the CSRA this week, I, I truly do empathize with you. So Lance Player says, Oh, five and seven, Jake. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Lance. Early in that game, and it was 14 to 7 Furman. I think a lot of us were saying, man, five and seven Jake was on to something. <laughs> like five and seven Jake was on to something. Because boy, oh boy, did we look terrible. So thankfully, thankfully. Um Thankfully, that that got corrected rather quickly. Got corrected rather quickly. So, um, let's see. Yeah, Andrew, the textbook. Last year, the Border Bash. For those who are familiar that live in the CSRA, yeah, for sure. That's uh, the Border Bash is always something I, that you know. I I didn't really go to that when I lived there. Andrew, the textbook. I went one year, but it's an event dominated by Georgia fans. It, it, it is, which you're going to expect. It's in Augusta. And uh, that was one of the reasons why we stopped going to Augusta when we did our Carolina Alehouse tour. We were still doing those because Augusta is just so Georgia heavy. But what's weird is, like, I think there are a lot of Gamecock fans in that area. But it's just like the Gamecock fans are, like, in hiding being down there. I, you know, I know Austin Gregory's on record for sure being one. And um, shout out to you for holding it down, but... I don't know, man. It's it's it feels like almost few and far in between for uh, you know for Gamecock fans. Let's shut up the phone lines Call here. Call from. What's going on, man? How are you? What's up? What's up, man? How you feeling? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? Not much, man. I had a quick. I was just over here thinking. Do you think that we kind of held back our playbook these first two games? And we'll really open it up more against Georgia? Well, you know, in theory, I hear what you're saying, but if we held anything back against UNC, I think that was a mistake. I mean, that's that's a game you would have liked to have win. You would have won, excuse me. And, I mean, holding something back in that game, a pivotal game, season opener, you know, I mean, is there a chance? Maybe, because I I think your playbook expands, obviously, as some guys get – you know, more more experience under their belt, granted, for what it is. And and I think you're able to open up and do some different things. But, um, you know, I, I don't know how much they, they've held back. I, I, I don't know that I can really speak to it, man. But I, I'd be surprised it was a ton just because you would have preferred to been 2-0 right now. You know what I mean? You would have preferred to been 2-0. So. Right, right. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure they're going right. to have some tricks up their sleeve. I mean, listen, South Carolina's a four-touchdown underdog. Georgia's got all the pressure on them. Why not throw some things out there that maybe you have not done uh, 
you know, to this point. So. Right. And then uh, I agree. I agree. Do, do you think um, Eddie Lewis over Luke Doty next week? Or would you rather, I mean, both of them would play, but yeah. as far as more plays, would, would you pick Eddie Lewis over Doty? Or how you yeah. I mean, I, I, I like, uh, I like Eddie Lewis a lot. I thought that was a great game by him against Furman, you know, racked him. I think it was six catches. Um, so, you know, Luke Doty continues to surprise me a little bit. Um, you know, he, he can make some plays out there receiver, but realistically, yeah, I, I would put Eddie Lewis over Luke Doty. Um, but I mean, just put the best ones out there. That's, that's really, I think all we're asking at this point, but both can help you win. I think spoke, expect both to play in Athens as well. Right, right. All right, man. I was just asking those questions, man. Have a good one. Hey man, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Great stuff, and that's a great way, guys, to close out the show. Again, guys, like I mentioned, we're jumping on with Mark Rogers right now. So I'm going to go ahead and close things out. Again, guys, be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications when we drop new video content when we go live as well. Also, of course, guys, the podcast drops daily every single day, 5 p.m. Eastern, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Check us out there. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review also as well. Tell us what you like about the show, don't like. We appreciate all of the feedback. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Y'all have a great rest of your Monday. We will talk to you all tomorrow. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.